I talk a lot about gratitude. And there's a reason for that. I genuinely am very, very grateful for this world, for you, for this life, for so much. And there's a part of me that is incredibly grateful for the Senate impeachment trial. <laughs> Not for the reason that you may think. Uh, I'm grateful because it's meant that the attention deficit news cycle has been occupied largely by one thing. So, instead of receiving a deluge of new stories every five minutes, we've been able to settle into one, albeit deeply troubling, story for an extended period of time. It's a relief. I've found that, like listening to a favorite mixtape, I'm currently tuning into the news to, yes, get an update on things, but also have a bit of respite from being overwhelmed by the world. I'm actually tuning in to get a breather. <laughs> How on earth did we get here? <laughs> my, my typical posture when watching the news in the last three years has been, what now? What now, when we unexpectedly decide to ramp up aggressions with Iran? What now, when all the people of color but Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard drop out of the race for president? What now, when a new unstoppable virus appears in the most populous country in the world? What now, when the economy is breaking records but homelessness keeps on chugging along? What now when immigrants are put in cages? What now when women are vilified for naming and prosecuting the men who violate them? What now? But it's not just the world at large. The what now posture was very much reinforced in my personal life during the seven years over which my mother progressed through Alzheimer's disease. After her death in 2012, it took me another five or more years to get to a place where I wasn't waiting for some kind of disaster phone call. Through her illness, I had learned to be on a constant high alert with an expectation that not only what could go wrong would go wrong, but that it had already gone wrong and I was late. And I know I'm not alone. There are many of us who are children of aging parents or spouses, an increasing number because people are living longer, and as the baby boom generation enters real old age, there will be more and more need and more and more middle-aged and early middle-aged people asking, what now? And there are the parents caring for sick or struggling children. You don't have time or bandwidth to even begin thinking about the news. For you, every day, sometimes every hour, is a what now moment. It is beyond expecting the unexpected. It has come to expecting the worst, always. And your heart would break, but you don't have the time. And young people, teens, tweens, and even children 
growing up in the most advanced country in the world where they have to learn how to be afraid and how to move through a lockdown drill before they've even learned how to spell or count to 100. Learning geography that will not exist by the time they are adults because of sea level rise, while learning that the most powerful leader in the Western world can attack a 17-year-old climate defender without consequence. Learning that the cost of the education that will not necessarily guarantee them a livelihood will be permanent, lifelong, crushing debt. What now? What now, indeed? Oh, and the damned fool folks like me who call ourselves spiritual leaders of all stripes, we think that we can help make sense of it every Sunday. It's hard. It's really, really hard. But it is not impossible. Each of us minister, spiritual leader types has something burning in us that believes no matter what, and no matter what now, it's worth staying in this game of life. Part of it is training. We go through extensive training where we're shown sometimes the worst that life can bring. I've recently been reflecting a great deal on my CPE, that's clinical pastoral education experience, where I was a hospital chaplain in Oakland and Berkeley, California. Now, every hospital presents the broad range of humanity, but the two campuses of Alta Bates Medical Center straddle some of the poorest and the wealthiest parts of the East Bay, and we literally saw all of it come into the hospital. Being wealthy and white does not exempt you from grief. And being brown and undocumented doesn't bar you from being blessed. The hospital was a great equalizer. It was, and it was witnessing that parade of humanity into and out of life that gave us as chaplains perspective, patience, and a sense that life, no matter what it brings, is inevitable. Life will and must happen. Which brings me to the other part of what keeps spiritual folks going. Faith. Faith. A complex concept that some people embrace and others have no time for. Faith is a surprisingly difficult world, word in many settings, particularly Unitarian Universalist settings, because so many of us have our rabidly individual ideas about what the word means, if we embrace the word at all. In fact, we come to this place because we don't want to be dictated to about faith or no faith. We want to find our own peace and make our own sense of belonging in the world. And that's all good. I just want to invite you into the understanding that I and many of my colleagues have about faith or no faith, whatever the word you choose, that allows us to transform the what now into something else. 
for me, faith is independent of belief. For example, when I hear the lyrics to the gospel song, We've Come This Far by Faith, I hear something that is not exclusive to a Christian message wrapped in traditional patriarchal language. Don't get me wrong, I personally appreciate a Christian message. It is where I come from and how I learned the value of a place and community like this one. But I hear so much more than any prescriptive dogma. I hear a universal call to action. We've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. Can't turn around, we've come this far by faith. But don't just hear the words. Don't just hear the music. Understand the meaning. We've come this far by faith. This is a reminder to us however we want to understand the idea of faith or not faith, that we've managed to get this far. It is encouragement. It's reassurance. Leaning on the Lord. If your personal belief system is inspired and infused with the concept of God, or if your sense of belonging in the world is not shaped in any way at all by a concept of God, the operative word here is leaning. The lyric invites us to give over some of our burden to something, someone, someplace else. This is crucial. Here, we receive permission to acknowledge that we can't do what is unsustainable and we can't do it alone, whether that is with the help of the divine or the help of each other. Trusting in his holy word A direct reference to scripture for the Christian is also a reference to the ways in which we all receive instruction from our lived experience, maybe preordained, maybe creatively and individually inspired. We have the chance to follow a plan out of our sadness, grief, or struggle. There is hope. He never failed me yet here is the inevitability of our human lives. We are here and we are being, and if we hold on, we will continue to be and continue to have the chance to be better. Hold on. Oh, can't turn around. We've come this far by faith. Finally, we are reminded that with everything we've been and been through, we can't unlive our lives. We must journey on. What now, indeed? We've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. Oh, can't turn around, 
We've come this far by faith. And what if we drop a comma in the middle of that phrase? Change it from what now to what now? What if instead of holding dread and fear and anxiety, we take this same question and make it a starting point to put this community, this sense of belonging to each other and the world to the test? To activate whatever it is that we call faith by asking, what, now? And the answer is yes, now. Yes. Now is the time to have hope. Yes, now is the place to hold and cherish one another. Yes, now is the time to know we are enough, you are enough. Yes, now is the time to say, I need you, I need your help. Yes, now is the time to recognize the many ways in which we must love each other every day. Yes. Now is the time to lean on each other, to receive the instructions that life is bringing us, and to remember that we can't turn around. We can't unlive our lives. We've come this far by faith. Yes, we've come much, much too far. What? Now? Yes, now. May it be so.